Hello and welcome to the Reclaiming Home podcast, where we explore the wonder and mystery of being human in a relentlessly busy world that loves to disconnect us from our body and keep us living firmly in our heads. My name is Sarah Dwigu and I'm a body-based coach and embodiment practitioner and I'm incredibly passionate about how we experience this life through the ecosystem of our bodies and how we come home to our embodied wholeness. In every episode, we'll explore ways to slow down in a culture that loves to keep us speeding up and find ways to strengthen the connection to the intelligence your body speaks through somatics, embodiment, and the science behind it all. Together, we'll navigate towards ease and joy so you can cultivate a life that is sustainable and supportive for the whole of you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I wanted today to be a little bit of talking around kind of the groundwork of somatics and embodiment and kind of what those words mean and how they might relate to you and maybe relate to making sustainable and embodied change in your life. And this is really all about how we can include the body in the changes that we want to make in our lives and how we relate to the world around us, our relationships and ourselves. At the end of the podcast, we're going to consider and look at how we might want to encourage ourselves to change towards what we want rather than thinking about changing away from what we don't want. And you can also think of this as the body learns on yes. And we'll get a little bit more into that as we go along. So the first thing that I want to kind of ask you to think about is the question, why the body? Like why for you right now, does it feel interesting to learn a little bit more about your body and the way that it can either move you towards change or your healing or your growth. And I'm pretty sure that you've already got an answer to that question because you're here listening to this podcast. And maybe it's that you've felt a little bit of disconnect from yourself or a sense of wholeness. Maybe you're someone like me who identifies as living a little bit more from your head than from your body. And maybe you can sense that there's a bit more that you might be able to experience of your life, but you can't quite put your finger on it. And possibly you've had a relationship or an experience in your life that's kind of changed the relationship you've got with your body in some way. Whatever the reason you are here and listening to this podcast, it's welcome. All of you is welcome. And we're just going to create some space to explore that as the podcast unfolds. So I might just invite you to start to have an open inquiry about this question, why the body? So that you can get curious about what really brings you to exploring this kind of work. What brings you here to this space? And what are you longing for through exploration into a more intimate connection with your body? And you might even want to take a moment now to get out your pen and paper and just journal around that. You could even pause the podcast. So in order to kind of get a handle on this question of why the body, 
We can also start by talking about the definitions of somatics and embodiment because they're used a lot. We hear those words a lot right now and I'm going to be using them in the context of today and going forward in future episodes. So it kind of feels important to explore the meanings of those words and something to be aware of. These definitions that I'm going to offer you, they're my interpretations from my studies, whereas they're not the, maybe the textbook or dictionary definition of somatics and embodiment, they're probably pretty close. And I also invite you to find your own relationship to these words and work out what they mean to you. And that's all part of this exploration, right? So let's begin with the word somatics or soma. Now, soma is a Greek word that means the living body known from within or known to the self. And that kind of makes the study of somatics, the study of the body in all of its wholeness. And you can also think of somatics as being a reference to the physical practices that we might do that over time can change and shift our embodiment. And we'll get into what embodiment means in a little bit. Before we go any further, there's kind of something important to note here because when we talk about the body in relation to somatics and embodiment it's kind of different from our usual western interpretation of the body so right now in current western culture in our language around the body we can be quite objectifying and othering and society invites us into this kind of disconnect between ourselves and our body. The modern Western capitalist mindset is more likely to think of the body in the realms of what can it do for us than anything else. Now, somatics isn't about that. It's not about how your body looks. It's not about its size or its function. Instead, what we're inviting in is the potential of a relationship with all of us, with our entirety. This is about our whole selves you know, that definition, the living body known from within. This is about our body, our minds, and all of the biological systems, the emotions, feelings, everything that create us and support us as a living organism. We're a living ecosystem, and the work of somatics and embodiment treats us as that. So from this understanding somatics and embodiment can really help us move our relationship with our bodies from one of what can it do for me it just being something that takes us from one meeting to the next or from one place to the next to how do I live in wholeness with the full and beautiful and sometimes really complicated spectrum of all of me and this is really what somatics and embodiment are all about for me it's how can I have a better relationship with myself and accept the full spectrum of me and approach it from a place of accepting my wholeness and finding that beautiful so before we get on to the definition of embodiment I'm just going to segue a little bit into the why we might be hearing so much about somatics and embodiment right now like why are these buzzwords why is everybody talking about it and I think it's important to understand that with this work with this work of the body 
it wouldn't necessarily be so front and center of the consideration of our consideration if we didn't already live in a society that had totally flattened the concept of the body. You remember what I said just a moment ago about, you know, there's this sense of disconnect in our society, in Western society, in capitalist society, of disconnect between mind and body. And the ways in which we live in our modern world mean that we've just become more and more disconnected from the ways we create meaning and make meaning in our lives because we're disconnected from ourselves. We're disconnected from this sense of wholeness and that means we're kind of disconnected from the wider world. We are much more disconnected from nature. We spend way more time online in you know rooms that are shaped like boxes and then we get in our little cars that are shaped like boxes we are so removed from ourselves we're living in as one of my brilliant teachers likes to call it the age of disintegration or of disconnection and we feel this right we feel this in our bodies and even if you don't have a kind of cognitive brain-based understanding of this there's a sense of loss that we feel, and we feel that deeply, and this is that loss of connection to, you know, the wider world, to ourselves, to our wholeness. And it comes from the loss of age-old cultural practices, the sense of community, all the things that maybe at one point, not maybe, but definitely at one point, would have just been woven into our humanity woven into our existence with our fellow humans and the rest of the living world. All of us are the great, 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 great grandchildren of cultures, of tribes, of groups of humans that had these somatic and embodiment practices sewn in. Of course, they weren't called that then. They were just the way we existed. But along the way, through colonialism and capitalism, these practices and the ways of being that nourished us as a human species have been lost or they've been removed from our understanding. So, you know, through colonialism, we've lost touch with these ways of being that could offer us a deeper sense of connection and a deeper sense of self. So we might think that somatics and embodiment are new things that we're just discovering, but really they're just a necessary reaction to this moment in time. And the practices and the ways of being we're rediscovering are based in this desire to reclaim and reconnect with the parts of ourselves that feel like they've been lost. Okay, so let's talk about embodiment. And I often use the words somatics and embodiment kind of interchangeably. And of course, there are differences, but really for the purposes of the content that you'll hear here, they really sit under the same umbrella. The first thing that I want to say about embodiment is that it's completely inherent. We are all embodied by virtue of being alive in a body. So we don't need to think of it as being some magical destination that we have to get to and it really doesn't have to be complicated either. We're all already embodied in things like our habits, our beliefs, our patterns and our practices and our aspiration or maybe the inquiry is to be embodied in a way that's what is already in us 
is aligned with our values. So another way to look at embodiment is that it's just that. It's what is currently practiced or habituated in us. So it's the things that we do that make us us. And these pattern are our patterns and our habitual ways of being from things like nervous system patterning, so the way that we respond or react, the way that we move into maybe fight, flight or freeze. It's things like our emotional responses or our reactions. It's how we move through the world and it's also how we've been shaped by the world around us into the person that we are today. So you could say that this work or the exploration of embodiment is bringing awareness, a deep awareness to what we're embodied in and then offering ourselves the potential to change in alignment with what we aspire to be. So we're inviting in the possibility that embodiment can help us to change our patterns, our habits and ensure that they are in coherence with our value systems and what we believe in. Embodiment is about consistently choosing what you want to bring in to your being and what you want to transmit out. And you can also say it's the act of purposefully inhabiting our bodies and also our relationships and our lives. So, you know, just a small thing. (laughs) So we've looked at what somatics means we've looked at what embodiment means and we've had this kind of consideration of why is this even important to me right now you know why the body and now we're just going to have a little look at how we can support ourselves through this lens of embodiment and somatics into making changes and how do we encourage sustainable and embodied change and what does that even mean so You know, if we think of embodiment as being aligning ourselves to purposefully inhabiting our bodies, relationships and lives, then obviously that might mean we want to do a few things differently. And I'm here to offer that we can support ourselves probably a little bit more easily into those changes that we want to make if we're not just expecting our tired and overworked brains to do all of the heavy lifting. Our brain is amazing, (laughs) but we don't just make the changes we want to make because we've had the idea to change, all by just thinking or perceiving that we're doing something out of alignment with our values. We need to bring the body along for the ride so that we can feel and explore how it feels to be living the changes we want to make. And the cool thing about working from an embodiment perspective is we can kind of try on those changes before we make them so that the body gets to feel, the body and the brain gets to feel safe. So when we look at change from an embodied perspective, it gives us this opportunity to practice what change feels like in our bodies. I always say it's a bit like learning to ride a bike. Embodiment can offer us that place to, you know, have our training wheels or that sense of somebody holding you at the back so that you can try on what it feels like to make these changes and try it with something that feels like safety before you take it out into the big wide world. So if I give you an example around something a bit more tangible, so I work a lot with my clients around boundaries, for example. And boundaries can be a really scary thing to assert in the real world. You know, we 
are designed as humans to stay connected to one another. We are neurologically designed to, you know, stay together, to be that tribe. And when we set boundaries, that kind of goes against our nervous system programming. And it can be really challenging. It can really push us into a place of fight, flight or freeze. So when I work with clients around boundaries, we begin by working on those boundaries, by embodying what it might feel like to assert those boundaries before we actually get to saying them to the person that matters. So we might work with how this person's relationship with the word no is and work with saying the word no out loud and tracking in the body how the body's affected through sensation, through thought, through nervous system patterning. We might also play with pushing the hands against a wall and speaking that desired boundary out loud and again tracking how that feels in the body. And what this does is gives us that brilliant opportunity to practice how it might feel so that we've got a better chance of when we actually get to the point where we need to speak our truth out loud that the body's gonna back us up as well and it feels safer. We've had an opportunity to work on feeling safe so that we can make a sustainable embodied change. So we know that embodiment is what's currently practiced or habituated in us and so that through doing that we can embody a different way of being and you know if we're staying on this example of boundaries so we can maybe not collapse when we state those boundaries or retract the boundary because we're feeling scared because we've you know practiced it we've practiced embodying something different in a safe and calm place and we can feel empowered and not sideswiped by the feelings that might arise in stating what we want and i can't highlight this enough this fact that our bodies and our brains learn we make changes when we're in a state of relaxation of ease of enjoyment and of safety the moment that we encounter stress and intensity or the nervous system senses a threat learning anything new making any changes is pretty much off the table once we're feeling stressed all the body wants to do is conserve any energy that it has for dealing with that threat it wants to just stay the same because that's the most energy conserving thing that it can do so if we want to make embodied sustainable change the body needs to feel safe or, you know, the body learns on yes. (laughs) And really, this is what somatics and embodiment are all about. This work is fundamentally a non-pathologizing route to change, meaning within this field, we don't first ask, what's wrong with you? But the first question we ask is, what is it that you want? Where are you heading? What is it that you've been longing for? Or maybe what is your purpose or your calling? And I know those are big questions, but when we point ourselves in the direction of what we want and base our desire to change around what we want rather than what we don't want, we can encourage the body to feel safe enough to make the changes that we want to make. Remember, the mind and the body can only embed change when we're in this state of relaxation, ease, play, enjoyment and safety. 
So before I go today, if anything I've said in this episode makes you curious to uncover more, then I invite you into exploring that question that I first asked you. Why the body? What brings you here into this space and into this inquiry of knowing more about your body? And what are you longing for through the exploration into your body? So, you know, we know from what we've looked at today that embodiment and somatics are inviting us into a relationship with the full spectrum of us and that it's bringing awareness to our habitual ways of being, the things that we practice that we might not be aware of. It's asking us to purposefully inhabit our bodies, our relationships, and our lives. And within that, we want to set the compass direction to what we really want. So as we close out today, I invite you to either take your journal and your pen or just take a moment to contemplate the questions, what am I longing for? What is it that really matters to me right now in this moment? And what feels meaningful to me today? I really hope that today's episode has given you the opportunity to pause and contemplate and think about things in a slightly different way. And I will see you and speak to you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to the Reclaiming Home podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your precious day to get curious about strengthening the connection to the intelligence of your body. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, I'd be so incredibly grateful if you could rate, review and share this podcast with someone that you think might need it or enjoy it. I'm super passionate about getting this knowledge out there and really do believe that connecting with your body and understanding its messages creates a revolution from the inside out. If you're curious to find out more about anything I offer, there's a wealth of free resources on my website that you can access at saradwigu.com. You can also head over there to sign up to my mailing list where you'll get all the juice on new workshops, courses and events. I also offer a monthly embodied movement session live on Zoom where we find a place to drop into our bodies through intention, community and intuitive movement. And again, you can head over to the website for all of that information. For daily updates or to catch up with me, you can always pop over to Instagram at sarah.dwigu. I love to hear from you there as well. Once again, I really appreciate you being here and I can't wait till next time.